Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is October 4th. Nope, I take that back. October 5th. So we're in the fifth day of October. Excuse me, I was just messing around a little bit. Y'all already know who this is. And I would like to say thank you to everybody. Everybody that listens to me, the Carney D. Palmer uh, podcast or podcast by Carney D. Palmer. You know, and I'd like to say thank you again to everybody that listens um i would love it if you would show me some love and subscribe to my podcast but yeah you know give me some support let me know how i'm doing you know you know you can also leave messages like i have played um a couple of my um messages from um my fellow podcasters and they left me some um, good words to, uh, you know, good words to uh, listen to and everything like that. I would like to talk today about, I am. Um, realize that it's very seldom that I talk about my job. You know, I leave bits and pieces out because some of them were, some of the pieces, well, some of the pieces wasn't too to my liking or something that I, I didn't run really talk about because of all the um, because it wasn't, it was a pretty good job that I had. Um, I remember some of my earlier days with that company and driving vehicles that didn't have floorboards or, you know, it was hot in the summer and cold in the winter. And if you found a vehicle with, with heat, um and air which was like all the out county vehicles but ours were oh my gosh old raggedy broke down vehicles you know if i was to write a story about all of that oh my gosh 
it would just break your heart. But um, through it all, I survived 20 years of running up and down the roads of uh, Flint, Michigan and Genesee County, you know, which can include Fenton, um, Flushing, Flint, of course, Burton, Grand Blank, uh, Swartz Creek, Davison, and Otisville. And, you know, going all around, you know, Genesee County, driving, picking up people from here and there. You know, 20 years that I've, I've drove and the 20 years that I had dispatched, I have never worked with these, a, a group of people that are not like any other group of people. I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. You know, some of the people that we, you know, lost along the way, and, you know, just, you know, like God bless them and just happy to be able to have the pleasure of knowing these people. And it just, you know, it, yeah, but from what I heard lately, it's a horse of a different color and probably a horse of a different creed too. <laughs> but um, through it all, I, I have a lot of, a lot of memories. One particular memory, I'm, I'm just going to go from the most tragic one, well, the most, um, let me try the most funniest one that I had. This was like when I first started, I had my schedule and it was during the summer and I'll never forget it. Because I went around town, instead of picking up people and dropping them off, I was just picking up people. And I had a van full of people. And it was hot that day. And I wound up driving all over town. And I didn't realize that I had a whole bunch of people behind me. And instead of me picking up and dropping off, I was picking up and not dropping off. So it's, it's basically, if you really look at it, it, everybody that I picked up wasn't too happy with me because they were, they were extremely mad, you know, riding around in a hot vehicle for about two, three hours. And that's all I was doing. Yeah, I'll never forget that day. I wound up, I came in and, you know, we all had to come in at like five in the morning. And I worked until probably eight that night because I had messed up so bad. 
I just, oh, I messed up so bad. And then after being in that vehicle for so long, I just, when I, once I gassed up and, well, uh, put the, the diesel in and took the vehicle back to base and got out of it, I started, I walked out and I kept walking until I got home. I was so tired that day, but it was like I had said to myself that I had made an honest day work. You know, I was so happy that I had, was off work and, and everything. And then one particular day, I was trying to go over onto the north end of town. And as I was coming up, um, Stewart heading towards uh, South Saginaw, I got to um, Andrews, is right off of South Saginaw, and it turns to Horton once you go over uh, Pearson Road. Once you pass over Pearson Road, then it, it turns into Horton Street. So as I was turning on to Andrews, off of uh, Stewart, I mean, in one of these wet, raggedy vehicles, I thought I was making pretty good time. And as soon as I turned the corner, I um, heard this loud clunk sound, and I didn't know what was going on. So as soon as I turned the corner, I'm pressing the accelerator, and I wasn't going anywhere. All I heard was the van going, you know, this diesel engine. And I was just coasting, and then when I coasted to a stop, I'm sitting up there trying to figure out what was going on. And I guess um, there was a guy that was right behind me, and he pulls up alongside me and he said, man, um, did you know that your crank, your crankshaft was way back there? And I looked towards, I looked out in my rearview mirror, and I saw it, the crankshaft was right in the middle of the street. So I was like, you know, I told him thank you, and I ran down and and put the crankshaft in the vehicle, and then I called for a tow truck. I came in on the tow truck, and it just seemed like every single time when something went wrong with those raggedy vehicles, there was this one maintenance guy that always questioned on what happened, and then he would blame me. And I'm like, well, how can I blame, how can you blame me for a crankshaft falling off the vehicle? I was like, how did I do that? And his first thing was like, well, I don't know, you just did it. I'm like, 
whatever, man. So I had to scramble and find another vehicle and finish my run. And then the stuff that I seen at night, midnight to, well, actually, third shift in Flint, Michigan, if you're driving down the street, you see a lot of things that are so weird. Especially on the north end of town, it just seemed like you'll, you know, you'll see the strangest things. I think one time I seen a raccoon chase a skunk. It was the funniest thing because, you know, raccoons' legs are, you know, they, they usually on their hind legs. But... This raccoon was like all fours, just speeding after the skunk. And you know how the skunks walk, they wobble. And this skunk was wobbling like for his life. So I didn't know what was going on. And then with it being um, night and these two things look like dogs being, you know, one, the, the raccoon looked like Look as big as a uh, big as a Doberman, and the skunk was about probably twice that size. And you seen this big old bushy tail, black and white tail, just you know. And they he running after him, full stride. I can actually say that I have seen a skunk shake his rump. That's a George George Duke um, analogy, if you're not familiar with it. Um, one of his songs, you know, it starts off like that. If you ever, well, you, you'll get the picture, Google it. <laughs> but I just thought that was funny. You know, some of the funnier things that happen. And then, like I said, the tragic things. Well, like one one night while I was at a light on the north side, I was just sitting at the light. And next thing I know, somebody, I didn't have my look, doors locked. I usually lock them after, after a, a person got out. So I was driving a van at night. It had to be like midnight. And a guy jumped in the vehicle. And, you know, I didn't ask no questions. I didn't want to see no gun. He told me he had one. I'm like, why would you bluff that time of night if you didn't have one? So what I wound up doing was told him I didn't have no money. I had like $2 in my pocket and I had just gotten a brand new cricket phone. So he took the $2 and my cricket phone. And that was the time that I was working two jobs and went in my other job and I told him that I just, I got robbed this morning and don't have a phone, so I had to use their phone, you know, use the phone. 
And the messed up part was it was when it was um my daughter's birthday. It was on my daughter's birthday. Well, actually that morning, early that morning. So I wound up calling her from, I wound up calling her from um, my other job and wishing her a happy birthday. Yeah, I'll never forget that day. Yeah, but I just realized that that job, it took a lot out of me. Because before I started that job, I didn't have high blood pressure. I didn't have diabetes. I had all, well, I had some of my teeth. Um, yep, I had high blood pressure, diabetes had some of my hair, some of my teeth. I had all my toes. But now I blush high blood pressure, diabetes, on dialysis. Yeah, but I'm still alive. That's the good part about it. I'm still alive. But, um, you know, we live and learn from all, everything that we do. And if you ask me if I'll ever, ever, ever think about going back to that job, I think about it every single day that I wake up. But then I just have to sit back and I have to say, thank God for letting me or allowing me to do a job that I love to do every single day. As much as I kept saying I hated it, I hated it, I hated it. I was also saying I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. Because the joy of driving, the freedom of driving, it's nothing like it. And now that I'm basically, you know, I don't have a car right now. You know, I get around the best way that I can. But um, I tell you what, if I ever said, you know, if you ever ask me if I regret it working there, no, never regret it. Because, like I said, I got to meet some great people, got to meet some total assholes, and then I got, and I also got to meet, you know, and I also was doing a job that was so easy to get, but so easy to lose. I don't know if I had brought the mood down or I had uh, made it a little, you know, upbeat a little bit. I don't know. But, hey, 
I try to do my best, and that's all that I can probably do is my best. So, I will talk to y'all later. Y'all have a good night. We'll see you.